Hello, and welcome to the PPM Podcast by Rigo Consulting. I'm Steve Winchester, and joining me today is the always wonderful Camille Pack. Hi, Steve. I'm so excited to talk to you before you go on your grand Hawaiian adventure. Hey, hey, hey. We're not talking about that. We're focused on work today. (laughs) Before we jump into the things we need to talk about, we want to let everyone know that joining us also is our man behind the virtual uh, podcast production curtain, Michael Murdoch. Michael, how you doing? Great, Steve. I'm really enjoying this whole podcast producer role. Well, Camille, what are we going to be discussing today? We have some really great things lined up. Six keys for evaluating a PPM solution is one of them. We also have a communicating the value of PPM webinar and white paper that you definitely want, some new agile innovation, and an interview with Marcus Walker. Yeah, I'm excited to have Marcus join us. I think we're going to learn some pretty interesting things about Marcus. He's a he's a pretty amazing person with a great, such a variety of things that he's done in his life. So I'm pretty excited about that interview. We, I love Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> and we also want to thank you, our listeners, for joining us. We appreciate the time that you take to visit with us. We hope that this podcast provides you some insightful and maybe things and about PPM and maybe also a few laughs. We also would invite you to write to us. We get lonely when we don't get emails. So you can drop us a note at podcast at regoconsulting.com. That's right. So we know that you're aware that the PPM market has exploded with functionality for enterprise management. There are so many tools available and narrowing the field can be a little bit daunting. It sure can. And so that's why we have a new uh, webinar coming out as well as a white paper on six keys to evaluating a PPM solution. Right. So go to our website. You can sign up for it. You don't want to miss it. It can help you figure out how to get the most return on your investment, how to squeeze the most value out of processes and functionalities and make sure that your assets are lining up with your objectives. That's right. And, you know, a lot of things we've learned uh, from as we've done the white paper and everything is that other solutions and answers come in asking the right questions as well. So I think uh, Jacob is going to take us through the kind of questions you want to ask to make sure you're getting a good view of what a PPM solution provider will bring to you. That's right. And in our last podcast, we were teasing you with the webinar with Jen Scarlato and Wes McCubrey communicating the value of PPM. We've held the webinar. It's available on demand and it was fantastic. It sure was. Wes and Jen are just amazing and they will uh, take you through things like how how they tackle uh, things on how to identify what PPM can really do for you and the strategies you can use for effective promotion within your organization so that people see that you're doing good things and bringing, uh, bringing success to the organization. Yeah, exactly. And the white paper that goes with it will also help you with getting small groups and the whole organization as well as key individuals execute on your vision, like catch the energy and the excitement about doing it. So that's available right now. You can go check it out. That's right. And we also have a new innovation around Agile, time tracking without time entry. It's a thing now, Camille. Tell us about it. (laughs) So this came from doing an an interface, integrating Agile Central with CAPPM or Clarity, as you might call it. And the client that we did the integration for is pulling user stories through their queue with the Kanban, as you may do. And our, we put a timer on it. And since there is a process set up that limits users to only one active story at a time, 
the timer is able to track time for these folks and they don't have to bother with it. That is way cool. But what I'm really concerned about is, is there a regional difference? But is it Kanban or Kanban <laughs> or Kanban? Oh my gosh, I read it so much and I never hear people say it aloud. <laughs> Maybe we need folks to send us a note like we talked about to let us know how they say it. And, and, and just point out that I've humiliated myself for the whole world to hear. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all right. I remember the day when I called zogging XOG. So. <laughs> I remember that too. <laughs> <laughs> well... The other thing we have is integrations are on the rise for 2018. I know that in the in this past quarter, we've seen a spike in the number of clients that have talked with us about a sense of urgency to move to Agile. And so we've got a lot of um, integrations that are coming our way thanks to Josh Leone and his great team. A big eye-opener for us was a major banking client that we have. We didn't think they'd make the shift for a few years, and they admitted Team Foundation Server isn't going to cut it for them anymore, so now they're acquiring Agile Central licenses, and we're really excited to help them with that move. Yeah, that's cool. Well, we've been through quite a bit, so what time is it, Camille? It's interview time today. <laughs> As you know, we've got the incredible and inspiring Marcus Walker joining us. Hi, Marcus. We're so glad to have you with us. Hey, Marcus. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. So you're Rigo's Director of ServiceNow Solution Architecture and Project Delivery, and you've got almost 20 years of technology management experience. But tell me if I got this right. Did you start off in electrical engineering once upon a time? I did. I did. Uh, you know, funny story. I went to... Um, Went to undergrad uh, thinking that I would actually be a doctor. Uh, that was my, my goal my freshman year. Uh, but um, I disliked my uh, freshman year biology class so much that I decided to switch to electrical engineering. Uh, and primarily because my uh, roommate at the time was an electrical engineer, uh, electrical engineering major. And so, uh, you know, he inspired me to do a little research about, uh, you know, what my job prospects might be with that degree. And so I couldn't do medicine at that point because I didn't like uh, didn't like the biology and couldn't proceed doing that for the next you know ten fifteen years of my life. So I uh, I went down the double E path. That's great. That's a that's quite the story. Well, we're glad that you made it to to Rego Consulting. And I just have to say, you've got like the most letters after your name of anybody I've seen before: <laughs> MBA, PMP, PMI, ITIL. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? <laughs> I'm a hoarder of letters. <laughs> So also, it appears that while you were doing all the stuff with electrical engineering and everything, you also played football all the way through college. And now you're also in a 40, over 40 basketball league. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I uh, really enjoy, uh, you know, athletics. I, you know, I played uh, sports, you know, all through school, uh, you know, football, track, uh, did some wrestling uh, for a period of time. And I uh, was fortunate enough to continue playing uh, football and running track all the way through college. And it's funny, you know, you know, playing football, running track doesn't really uh, doesn't really work well together because a lot of times you uh, bulk up to play football and need to thin down to uh, to run track. So uh, football won out and I ended up playing that all four years and only made it to track my first two years. But uh, still like to compete and do athletics. So now I'm in an over 40 league where, you know, the goal of all the participants is just to walk off the court every, uh, every <laughs> Sunday night. So if we can do that, we're happy. <laughs> That's awesome. What was your uh, what was your event in uh, track? So I I did I was a uh, a jumper so um, jumper and sprint so triple jump high jump long jump and then I did the four by one hundred uh, meter relay. 
Oh, that's great. That's those are those are fun events. Yeah, back back um, when I was a young man, I had some speed. So, <laughs> <laughs> so one of your specialties is business transformation and change management. So, for our listeners, uh, one of the things we would love to hear from you is what do you see um, the the people that you meet with, the customers you consult with, what are they struggling with in terms of business transformation and change management? Sure, you're a great question. And, you know, I think you know, with any, uh, you know, robust, uh, you know, cha- transformation and change management um, uh, endeavor, you know, there, there are three three pillars. And, uh, you know, not, not new folks have heard about these, but, you know, there's people, there's process and technology. Uh, and, you know, unfortunately, I find that a lot of clients will focus on the, the technology and not spend nearly enough time focusing on uh, the people aspect and the process aspect. Uh, you, know, you know, you know, really the, the most important component of that is the, uh, the people category. And uh, unfortunately, you know, you know, that's the, the place that many times gets missed. Uh, you know, what I find, you know, eight times out of 10 in any uh, transformation endeavor is that the technology does exactly what uh, you set out for it to do at the beginning of the endeavor. Uh, but because the, the process component and the people component weren't uh, appropriately dealt with, uh, not enough time given to uh, those considerations, uh, that the technology uh, pillar gets the bad rap. Mm. And so, you know, generally, you know, you know, you know, my recommendation as you're you know, kind of moving in those, uh, you know, those veins is to, you know, make sure you spend the appropriate time on the people. And that includes training. That includes, you know, uh, you know, working through culture aspects, you know, you know, making sure people understand why, why the, uh, the change is needed. And then beyond that, begin to look at the process. Uh, you know, let's, let's you know, document where we are today, where we want to go and what are the, you know, the doc- documented processes that will uh, enable us to get there. And then finally, once you've you know kind of you know taken stock of those two points, you know really the, the technology it becomes the easy part uh, because you you know the, the people are uh, motivated and understand the reason for the change, and you've got you know, a good process to lead the way, and uh, the technology is just the underpin uh, underpillar that kind of support the effort. That's a, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Process is process is so important, and that people aspect it's easy to overlook. Did you um, did you get your your first um, really skill with that when you were doing your high school opera star role? <laughs> I heard that you were in a high school opera. I just had to bring it. Up. Yes, I I, I, I was. Uh, I did take dip my toe into the acting uh, acting pool just for a brief moment. Uh, my high school did have a, a closed circuit uh, television on our on our high school campus, and uh, one of our uh, teachers, you know, was a big fan of of TV producing and soap operas, and decided to do a, a high school soap opera. And, and I was kind of I was feeling 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 adventurous, uh, you know, feeling I'd do something other than sports for a change. So I uh, went out for the soap opera and actually got cast with the lead lead role. Oh wow! Uh, and, <laughs> Yeah, and, and you know, my name for the my character's name was was Vanover. <laughs> the type of show it was. <laughs> so you started relating to people back in your soap opera days. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, we only got through three episodes before we were canceled, so it was a it was a short lived career. <laughs> you might, you know, you bring those back, you might become a YouTube sensation or something. So. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, let's let's come back to, you know, what we're really here to talk about, which is, you know, the work that you do for our ServiceNow customers. Um, you've been involved with ServiceNow for a number of years. What are the things about the ServiceNow platform that really excite you? Uh, the, the, the things that, that really excite me are the uh, really the, the, the capability of the platform as a whole and, and the capability and the 
the potential benefits of having a single source of truth, a single uh, system of record across the entire enterprise uh, as it relates not only to uh, IT processes, but also uh, business processes. I think there's a tremendous opportunity uh, to uh, spearhead, you know, like we've been you know, talking about previously, uh, really a digital transformation across the enterprise and uh, have a, a singular platform that uh, can you know, take on uh, you know, you know, the, your process changes, your technology changes, your people, uh, people uh, changes, uh, really across you know, IT, marketing, finance, really across all of the, uh, the various aspects of the business. And uh, because it's a singular platform, the, uh, the opportunities to gain intelligence on how uh, an organization works, the various workflows that make the organization go uh, and have intelligence and to drive efficiency across those various uh, connection points, I think is, is really, really exciting. And uh, I love how uh, ServiceNow continues to innovate. They continue to invest uh, in, in, in multiple uh, application suites across the platform. Uh, and really, uh, they, they are you know hitting on something wonderful and uh, really the sky's the limit. So just really love their momentum and, and what they're doing with the platform. Yeah, it's a really exciting platform. And I, you know, like one of the things that I hear about you all the time is that you're just a person that's known for your integrity and for, you know, leading and deploying these great um, ServiceNow instances. And that you're also known for the staffing and developing and managing really high performance cross-functional teams. So what is your trick? How do you inspire people? Wow, good, 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 great question. The, the thing that I enjoy about, uh, you know, having the chance to you know, lead teams or work with different folks is I, I'm, I'm a real proponent of servant uh, leadership and just really, you know, servant, a servant lifestyle in, in general. I, I try to approach uh, all of my interactions with the mindset of how can I help uh, the people that I'm working with, uh, you know, be successful. And I generally find that if I, if I start from that, um, you know, from that origin, and engage with folks that, hey, you know, in this interaction that I'm having, uh, you know, how can I help the person that I'm working with to be successful? Then, you know, I've, I've found that that, you know, really pays great dividends in, in, in that it helps me to be successful. You build, you know, great trust with people. And then, then not only do you find that, you know, you're able to, you know, gain that type of communication and trust where you can uh, uncover hidden requirements, uncover hidden uh, needs that you can help to meet, but you also, you know, win a lot of folks that are willing to go to bat for you when you need help as well. Uh, and so, if I could, you know, I take that approach to just try to, you know, just try to contribute and try to help. And I found that I, I've got so many benefits that uh, return back to me that, uh, you know, that's really my secret sauce that I try to, uh, you know, try to. Uh, Describe to. Oh, that's the best secret sauce. That's a great yeah, and I'm glad now now to know that trick. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Well, Marcus, we know you're an incredibly busy and in-demand individual, so we 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 really appreciate you taking a couple of minutes to visit with us today to share some of your um, experiences, to share some of your um, your approaches and outlooks on thing. And uh, I think, uh, you know, the next thing is we may, you know, maybe we'll decide to start a uh, Rego Consulting soap opera. <laughs> we'll make you the star. There you go. There you go. No, I'll, I'll, I'll try for a role in that one as well. <laughs> Thanks, Marcus. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Bye-bye. That was an awesome interview, Camille. Now as we wrap up, let's take a look at what's on our radar for our next podcast. So coming up soon, we're going to show you our action item responder. It allows, this thing is so cool. Yeah, it lets PPM users respond to action item requests directly in their email so you don't have to log in to see a PPM. In fact, Josh Leone beta tested it while he was on a camping trip, if I remember correctly. And Rigo has just been recognized for a new award. 
That's right, Camille. We were rec- Rego was recognized as one of the top 10 project management solution providers for 2017. It's an award given to companies that are able to build a competitive advantage and help their um, customers transform their business through innovative uh, ways to you know move PPM forward. We're really excited about it. Uh, there were some there were some other great company and award recipients in it, including uh, Clarison, Liquid Planner, PlanView, and SmartSheet. So we we had good company. It's a great call out to the many people at Rego who work so hard to make sure that they're coming up with innovative solutions to help our customers get the most out of their PPM investment. So if you want time with our consultants, join us for Rego University. It's our CAPPM Clarity training event of the year. It's coming up soon. That's right. Mark your calendar for April 22 through 26, 2018 at the beautiful Lansdowne Resort and Spa in Leesburg, Virginia. The resort is in wine country, which I think a few people will appreciate, and it's eight miles from Dulles International Airport. So just go to rigouniversity.com, and then you can join us in person. Yeah, it's going to be an amazing event. So thank you for joining us. If you have a question, like I said, please drop us a line at podcast at rigoconsulting.com. The PPM podcast is produced by Michael Murdoch. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, please help us reach more people by taking a moment to leave us a rating. Ha, 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 ha,